wrapping up the previous games and looking forward to the ones to come. This is Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton, on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Clark Johnson. Good Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome to Preps Rewind, brought to you by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton. Saturday. Happy Saturday, everybody out there. Another incredibly warm weekend here in northern Colorado, so make sure you stay hydrated. Make sure you hug your kids, but hug them quickly because they don't want all that heat around them. But, uh, yeah, um, make sure you're... uh, you're drinking some stuff this weekend. All right, uh, on the rewind today, we're going to talk to. Uh, we're going to go football today. Uh, caught up with Steve Fry, the Mountain View football coach. Great ties to UNC with Steve, of course. Uh, we'll talk to him in uh, the second segment coming up here in just a second. Uh, Jason Robinson, the uh, first year head coach out at the first year school, Timnath High School, just freshmen and sophomores uh, this year. Boy, how will you deal when you're going up? Just freshmen and sophomores, how will you deal that first season? Wellington's got the same thing, of course, uh, freshmen and sophomores as well. So that's tough. I mean, Severance came in and did this with June. Juniors, and they were pretty uh, salty their first year. Uh, pretty, pretty competitive. However, freshmen and sophomores, boy, that's a that's a that's a grasp to see if, what they can do. It's a learning situation for the new school. So, Jason Robinson, the Timnath football coach, will be with us today, and Eric Tonkin, uh, Pooter football coach, second year for Eric out there. Uh, jump on and talk. He, I mean, he's a great football coach, no doubt about it. This is going to be a fun year for the city teams in Fort Collins. I think all the teams, uh, man. Yem and Fort Collins, boy, they lost a lot of great seniors, but uh, boy, you want to see passing attacks? How about Fossil Ridge, Tyler Kubat? How about uh, Gage Brook over at uh, Rocky Mountain? This is going to be a fun year for Fort Collins football, and uh, Eric Tonkin in the uh, Pooter and Powell is going to be a big part of that this year. Thank you to Gould Parts downtown Eaton. You want their number? Of course, stick it up on the fridge, 454-3355. Any part you need, big machine part, car part, truck part, they'll knock it out of the park for you. Gould Parts in downtown Eaton. We'll come back in a moment and uh, get with Steve Fry, the uh, football coach out in Mountain View uh, High School. And what a great tie to UNC Steve has, of course, and does with his staff as well. Talk to the coach when we come back right here. It is the Preps Rewind on a Saturday here in Northern Colorado from the Allo Communication Studios on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back, Preps Rewind, on a Saturday here in NOCO. And I want to thank Milton's. I tell you what, formerly, of course, uh, Kramer's Wedge Store and the Tatanka Grill. Now they're Milton's. Uh, Same name in Kersey, Greeley, Eaton. Milton's is going to help you out, folks. $100 gas card. Weekly, you can win. $15 or more at Milton's. Uh, Get in and uh, spend it. uh, You got to go inside and pay. You got to go inside to the the cashier and pay. Um, 15 bucks in either gas or gas plus merchandise. You get in the drawing. At the end of the week, they pull out a name. You can get in each day. You can get 
get seven tickets in there. And uh, one of those coming out, going to get a $100 gas card each week. It is Milton's, the new name, of course, uh, formerly Kramer's Wedge and the Tatanka Grill. Milton's staying great uh, service, everything they've got, plus that uh, that great made-from-scratch food inside at Milton's in Kersey, Greeley, and Eaton. All right, uh, let's get to it right now. Uh, Steve Fry, head football coach out at Mountain View High School. All these UNC connections. Can't, love talking to this guy. He's always up. Here's the interview with Steve Fry. Coach, how are you? I'm great, Clark. How about yourself? Fantastic, man. Love talking to you. You're such a guy. I can get up so easy for these interviews because you come out pounding. Talk to me a little bit about last year, Steve, your first year with the with the Mountain Lions, 2-8, and eight, but that record's deceiving, man. You, you guys played some games, even the, the 4A champion Fort Morgan game. You're in the mix at halftime in that game. What did you bring from last year, and can you do that at the high school level? Can you bring things from last year and move them forward? Well, absolutely. You know, uh, to answer that, you know, coaching is such a reflective per, uh, profession. And I can tell you, after a 2-8 and eight and getting bonked like that in a six-game losing streak, there's been a lot of reflecting going on over here um, at, 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 at Mountain View High School. Um, you know, first and foremost, offensively, you know, when you sit back and look, we, we had 200 plays last year of zero or minus yardage, mm. including that, as a result of penalties and missed assignments. Um, and in a 10-game season, you can do the math on that. It's absolutely unacceptable. Sure. And, and, and that's one of our biggest takeaways on that side of the ball. And um, one way that, that we have uh, addressed that, you know, none of this makes any difference unless you change something and do something about it. Sure. And um, one of the things we've done from day one all summer, every offensive play we've ran, we've ran it from the sidelines, game-like, We've made substitutions game-like, and every single snap has been on a 40-second clock from day one since the end of May. This is just, and, um, Steve, it's just preparation, right? I mean, that's, and getting it into the heads, the preparation, and then the confidence in executing, right? Absolutely. And in execution, that's a great word, Clark, and that's something that's being said around here um, daily, is we're looking for young men who can not only execute, but can make plays, and young men who can overcome uh, failures and make a next play. And beyond that, um, you know, another thing that I've taken away, um, I'm not causing inflation by blowing smoke. I'm a very positive <laughs> players coach. I'm going to give compliments when they're due, but I'm also quick to remind you in 2022, you're only as good as your next catch. You're only as good as your next block. And that's been our mantra since May, and I'm really hoping that, that, that uh, the fans and the league and everybody else can see that growth in Mountain View in one year from year one to year two. Yeah, we're, we're certainly looking forward. Um, we'll talk about the league in a second, a couple of new uh, characters in that uh, division for you guys coming up this year. Talk to me about the staff a little bit. This had such a UNC flavor to it with uh, Hod Soto, with uh, Tyler English, uh, Marty's son in it uh, last year. I know Rogue steps down for you. Mark Rogie is, uh, is retiring. But uh, talk to me about the new staff, what it means going forward for you this year at Mountain View? Absolutely. A lot of excitement going on. We've still got that, 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 that same uh, UNC flavor. Um, uh, Coach Soto is back, you know, doing the D-line. Um, it's really exciting times here at Mountain View. We just, uh, Tyler English accepted a PE job here in the building. Sweet. So we'll be working side to side. And um, it's very important to have good coaches in the building to help these young men with day-to-day operations. So super excited to have him into the building. On the offensive coordinator role, um, we've got Tim Durant, um, who I've had a history with. I was able to do a brief coaching stint with him at Loveland High, probably 2012, 
um, coached with him in Bertha in 2018. He's a seasoned veteran. He's a fireball. He's a tremendous competitor. And um, he's done a good job of simplifying our offense, bringing that game-like scenario to that and demanding that, that, the, that the players rise to that game-like practices. So super excited, um, you know, uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, same crew, Soto. English, uh, Mike McMahon's uh, uh, calling the defense as well as, as doing the defensive back. So uh, a lot of continuity on that side of the ball. Boy. A couple other additions that have made a really big impact to the view already. One, we've got a, a new athletic director in Chris Stein. Oh, yes. He's a, yeah. a, he's, he's a Mountain View guy through and through. He bleeds purple and black. He's back with us, and you can see his infectious energy as well. Another one that we brought in, Julianne McMahon. Um, I call her the director of football ops. Um, she's an English teacher in the building, former softball basketball coach, mm. has done a good job bringing some perspective to us on spreadsheets, different ways um, we can motivate kids, bringing booster sponsors in. And she's done a whale of a job plan in this upcoming um, July 30th purple and black game here at Mountain View to, to try to draw up some excitement. Um, couldn't be more excited, and not only the staff we have, but the outside pieces that are going to help this organization. Talking with uh, Steve Fry, the head football coach out at Mountain View High School as they jump in. Uh, talk about this uh, this new conference a little bit. Um, I mean, you know Northridge, you know Roosevelt, you've been with those cats for a while, but uh, I love the dip in here. You get Resurrection Christian, Bob Mock's team jumping in. You get Absolutely. Severance, Jeff Van Winkle, terrific football coach over at Severance High School, Thompson Valley, you know, your crosstown's in the mix as well. This this I think this is one of the more interesting conferences, rebuilds of conferences coming up this year. I'm really excited to see what unfolds in this conference. Um, I am as well. Um, you, you, you know, coming from a 2 and a football team, everybody's good every weekend and week out. Of course, yeah. And, 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 and you're going to see some, some punching matches week in and week out. Another thing that I love about it, all of those games feel like they have a local flavor. Yep. You know, if that makes sense to you. You're not jumping on a bus going four hours away and seeing, and, and seeing <laughs> young men you're never going to see again. These young men see each other at Shields. They see each other at the grocery store. Yep. Every one of these games is good. certainly going to be almost a local rivalry game. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, just a quick look at the club coming back for you. How young are you guys? Um, I know that the sophomore Bergen-Roth had some, uh, had some chances at quarterback. Will he be coming back? I mean, well, offensively, how many starters coming back for you guys? Offensively, starters wise, probably five, four, okay. five, middle of the road. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm not, um, I'm not naming starters right now. Okay. We're in the middle of an evaluation process. This is a merit-based football team, and things are still being earned. I will tell you that um, Bergen Roth is coming back. We've got another lefty in Josh Santos at that position who is capable and a great competitor who saw some time last year. They're in a great battle right now, and as a head coach. That, that, that's music to my ears. Sure it is. Competition every week. To answer your youth question, yes, we are a young football team. Um, we had a, a, an excellent, outstanding freshman team last year. And to give you an idea, I got a bunch of 15-year-old kids who put on 20 pounds from a year ago. Wow. They're, they're, they're working hard. They're hungry. Um, they're not there yet. I remind them every day, you're only as good as your next lift, your next catch. But there is a tremendous amount of youth there. There's a good a good amount of talent. It's up to us to continue to push these young men 
get them to grow so that they can be serviceable on Friday nights. Steve, what has the uh, what's the buy-in been from your kids so far? I mean, it's, summers are you know there's some things that are optional. You'd like everybody to show up. You got a, a bunch of kids either working or they're uh, either playing other sports or playing some club team sports or something like that. But what's the buy-in been for you? And and between now and opening day, what does it look like for Mountain View football as far as camps, seven on sevens, things like that? Well, the, the, the buy-in has been tremendous. And, I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. You know, we're going to be back in black. We're getting a new look, Sweet. new jerseys, Sweet. new everything. And everything we do is merit-based. Um, Julianne had helped set up a spreadsheet. When these young men report to a morning lifting, they get a point. When they go to a 7-on-7, seven seven, they get a point. On Thursday, when we run our 300-yard shuttle, they get two points. Mm. And they know doggone well when we start fall camp, I'm going to take that spreadsheet. And the young men with the most points, they're literally going to go into a locker room, grab an underarm jersey with the tag, pick the number of their choice. And I don't want to hear it. You know, and that's, that's, that's how we're going to do things here. Merit-based, and you're only as good as your next day of work. And these, these young men have really seemed to buy in and chomping at the bit. We're averaging 50, 60 to morning um, runnings and liftings. Fantastic. Um, I think we've got 99 on the team app. Um, you know, we're running, lifting in the morning. Old uh, Tickner at birth has been gracious. You know, every Monday we've been going um, there and here doing seven-on-sevens. Next week we get Chris Jones in the mix. So we're getting some good seven-on-seven work. End of July, we're starting our team camp here. I foresee over 90 kids going through it. And we're going to cap it off Saturday uh, uh, the 30th with a purple and black game out here in the parking lot. We're going to throw a tailgate with food trucks, Woo. a band. We drafted the, uh, we're going to draft the players as a staff. I'm going to split the staff and got a big old trophy, and I'm going to let us beat each other up for 60 minutes. And then at the end, we're going to hug each other up, and then we're going to go to the next week of work. Wow. So, I mean, we've, we've been full tilt since May. Um, we're taking steps to be an improved football team, and I'm super excited at the future of this football team in this 2022 season. Steve, you mentioned uh, Corey Tickner over at Berthet. And the thing I think about you guys, I know the Berthet area just blowing up. I mean, yep. they're getting so many families moving in there, so that pool's going to get bigger for them. And with the way Corey coaches, you know that program's going to absolutely rise. I think the same thing for the Loveland area and for you guys out there. Um, people continue to come out here and know what a great place it is to live and, and breathe. And it can the numbers can only help you guys uh, going forward. I mean, you're in a town in a northern Colorado area that's just really hard the competition is great out here well it, it is great and this is a blessing to be here at mountain View. you know every day when i drive in i i look at this school and being from this area this is a cornfield 20 years sure ago. absolutely right, right now we're doggone smack dab in the middle of ground zero of growth in loveland and I lick my chops every day driving into this brand new building here, right in our real estate of town. Love it, uh, Steve. Uh, Loveland High School Hall of Famer, of course, uh, playing back in the John Pooby days, 94 to 98. And there, Steve, they couldn't have a better guy in charge of this program. I pl- appreciate your passion, what you do for our kids, our student athletes out there, and uh, good luck going forward. We'll catch up with you soon here as we get to a little closer to, to day one. I appreciate it, Clark. It's a great day to be a Lion. That was Steve Fry, the head football coach out at uh, Mountain View High School. Um, so much cu- fun catching up with Steve. Love him, man. I just get up when I talk to that guy. He loves football. He loves, he's passionate about it, uh, bringing it to, uh, to Mountain View, the Mountain Lions, of course. So we'll see what they have this year. Coming back in a moment, Jason Robinson, the uh, Timnath football coach. First year for the school, just freshman and sophomore. How do you do that? How do you go against the best? 
with freshman and sophomore and keep them moving forward. We'll talk to the coach when we come back in a moment. Preps Rewind brought to you by, of course, West Point Carpet One. Anything you need, West Point Carpet One, just west of 59th Ave on 10th Street. It is West Point Carpet One. Back in a moment, a Northern Colorado's Voice 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to the uh, program, Preps Rewind, a Saturday. It's going to be a blazing hot Saturday in northern Colorado today, so uh, take cover and uh, keep hydrated. Today, uh, let's talk about this. Jason Robinson, the uh, head football coach out of Timnath High School, first year for this club, freshmen and sophomores. How do you deal? How do you get in their heads, too, and let them know, hey, you're going to get slapped around? You're freshmen and sophomore against basically juniors and seniors. And, you know, you get some underclassmen in there as well, but uh, holy cow, uh, what a baptism by fire for the Timnath, the Timnath Cubs. Uh, so this should, this should be interesting. Um, all right, we'll come back and we'll talk with uh, uh, we'll talk to Jason Robinson in just a second. And at the end, Eric Tonkin, last segment, the Pooter football coach is going to jump on with us. But caught up with Jason talking about the new school out of Timnath. Here's that interview, Coach. How are you? I'm doing great. It's nice in Colorado today. Boy, Thanks for having me on. No doubt, it's uh, it's been a little a little heated out here in Colorado. Been a little warm lately, but uh, we're getting through this thing. Jason, my goodness gracious, give us a little background on what you did. I know you were with uh, Fort Collins with uh, Coach Matt Yem and his staff last year, but give us the Jason Robinson story. I mean, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? And how did you end up here? Uh, small town, North Dakota. Wow. Um, Grew up up there, played my college ball up there at uh, Valley City State, and then transferred to a junior college in Minnesota. Got my coaching feet wet down in Georgia when I was a mechanic for Delta Airlines. And then, Terrific. of course, that was around September 11th. Got laid off from there, and then we moved out here to Colorado. Uh, did one year as a student assistant with Sonny Lubick and his staff up at Colorado State, and then uh, jumped in with uh, both feet at Fort Collins High School and was there for, I think, about... 10 years coaching, I think, overall. Wow. Holy cow. So a big resume for you. How about a great start with Sonny Lubick? I mean, not only a great coach, but a really good human being, too. Absolutely. I always say he's one of him and the staff. I mean, you got treated like you were on staff there. It wasn't like your normal horror stories you hear of being a student assistant. I mean, uh, getting, getting your feet wet under a guy like that, there's no better place to learn from somebody. All right, Timnath High School, brand new high school. Um, how exciting is it to be the, you know, you're gonna, everything's going to be a first, the first year for you guys. Um, where did you start? What's the, when you get that job, what's the first thing you're thinking about? I mean, you've got to put a staff in there. You've got to meet the, all of the uh, executives. I, Emily Dunn coming over to be the, uh, the athletic director. Um, where do you start when you're, uh, when you're a new coach in a, with a n- brand new school? Uh, with my wife getting her okay first. I mean, <laughs> <That's> I, <right. laughs> I thought I was about done coaching overall, and she, wow. she got a bunch of texts from people in the neighborhood asking if I was applying, and I got her heart set on it and allowing me to do it. I got two girls that are doing travel hockey, so it becomes a real busy house, household uh, adding head football to uh, our family list. But um, overall, I mean, we live in Timnath. We've been in Timnath since 2005. So when they announced that one, it kind of it kind of narrowed my goals, I guess, as a coach to where I wanted to be a head coach at. And knowing a bunch of the people in the neighborhood and knowing the community, 
uh, I really want. I really had the drive to try and add something. At finding out to actually reestablishing the high school, we've had one of the alumni even come out to our practices. That was on the last uh, football team for Timnath High School back in 1959. Hey, Coach, uh, putting together a staff, I was looking at your staff, and you have some impressive guys on there. I don't know what their coaching background or is, but, for instance, Greg Beekert. How do you land a Greg Beekert on your staff, uh, former, uh, that, former CU NFL guy? Yeah, he he's also a Timnath resident, and uh, he was actually coaching at Preston Middle School last year Duh. with a buddy of mine in the neighborhood who's also my uh, – my head assistant and uh, running backs coach and Jesse Craig and I just met him in Jesse's basement. We hit it off. We talked a little bit of football. We had the the same type of uh, mentality towards it, and he's a calm, collective guy. And you know, getting someone like that who's coached in the NFL, who's been a defensive coordinator in California for six years, uh, it's just it's it's having the ideal of what Yem set in place when we were re- kind of rebuilding Fort Collins over there and making sure that you know family comes first for the coaches and if they need time off I'm giving them time off in the summer and then they're more than willing to do everything they can to help out when it comes to season time. Uh, speaking of summer, what's your summer looked like with just incoming freshmen sophomores? Uh, where do you start? What have you completed? We've done weights at, of course, it's been at Fort Collins High School because our weight room isn't ready, but we were doing that four days a week, and then we were doing what we call football 101s out at our stadium so they could get the feel of what it's going to be like out there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. Um, We were doing that twice a week, doing an offensive day and a defensive day, and uh, like last night we went over to Fort Collins and we competed against the 5A uh, guys and Pooter, Rocky, Collins, and then Thompson Valley was out there too in a little seven-on-seven. We held our own. Kids showed up and they competed and it was it was a good night overall just uh, freshmen and sophomores is that what i'm hearing yes just freshmen and sophomores all right and i think when severance jumped in they uh they, i don't think they jumped in varsity until juniors um so that's going to be a bit of a task but it, that can be a blessing at the end these kids getting in from the from the get-go going against a, a tough group so um first couple of years you can't kind of look at that jason the same as you can when you've got juniors and seniors on the team this is this is a a, a planned progression this is a a number of years you've got to look at you just can't look at this year right Right, and that's what we were telling kids. We had a few uh, meet-the-coaches meetings, and I think that helped out a lot because the kids got to meet the coaches. They got to meet me and what my vision is of this, this program. And uh, it's basically, you know, it was the selling point of, look, you're going to have more varsity time by the time you guys are seniors than anybody, any other team in the state other than, of course, Wellington, who's in the same boat we are. How's the facility shaping up? You said the weight room still has a ways to go, but I haven't been able to look at the stadium yet. Um, campus, what, what's going on there? How, how much are we through? And, and uh, I see Fossil Ridge maybe is coming out to your stadium uh, to play some of their home games, at least one. I know I saw on the schedule. So uh, what's that going to look like? And, and how do you like the, uh, the uh, stadium that you've got? Uh, it's beautiful. I, they did a good job of uh, setting it all up. I mean, we got views of it from the school. It gets the kids excited. Um, and that helps the numbers too. I think uh, from what Mr. Morrill, our principal, was telling me, we got about a third of the sophomore kids that are actually enrolled are playing football. Wow, that's unbelievable! A nice big, you know, that's a surprise to have. But we got some dudes. I mean, really, you got some of those freshmen and sophomore kids that are really gonna—they're really gonna do a good job. And some of those sophomores that we're getting are definitely kids that you know would start for us at Collins or uh, probably Fossil as well. So. 
Yeah, you know what it's like. I mean, you've been on that staff with Matt, so you know what the what the five A football is like. Uh, jumping in here to what is still deemed, I believe, Chas is trying to trying to confuse me, but I think it's still two A football. Uh, the three different two A divisions that we've got out here, and you guys jump in there. What's the difference in coaching? You know, a five A team, a two A team, and and how do you get to know the league if you've been somewhere else? Uh, it's going to take a little bit. I know it's more ground and pound where, sure. you know, 5A, we like to sling it around a little bit. We usually get those. And I think we're going to be able to do that with ours. I like to keep it 50-50 and balanced on our team. But, of course, you want to start with the running game and get the, that part established and, you know, move the ball up and down the field and get as many touchdowns as you can. But, um, yeah, it's going to be different. It's From what I've heard, it's you know we're going to see the wing tee a little bit more, which we saw a little bit. Sure. At Collins, we saw it with Westminster. We played Columbine in the past, and you know Columbine's a whole different animal because they've always got dudes up there and are able to run it very well with over the years. Yep. But uh, it you know it's it's football. You know that's one thing. Uh, one of the coaches at at uh, CSU told me and Jesse Williams, he said, you know it's it's football coaching. It's not reinventing the wheel. And our staff has already come together, and our our sole belief is doing what the kids are good at. Don't try and, you know, this is our system, this is what we're running, and trying to fit kids into where they're not going to have success. We look at our kids, we see what they got, and we try to run something that's going to set them up for success instead of trying to run something that we only feel we know. Coach, with the two classes, what are your actual numbers uh, combined uh, for your football program? We've got 64. Five-ish signed up, and I've handed out about 51 kids with gear so far. And it's been, you know, kids are on vacation, especially this time of year. And uh, I'll be handing out usually more. Every practice that we have out at the stadium, I'm handing out more helmets and more jerseys. So, And what? every day there's somebody moving in. <laughs> to yeah. Timnath every day. Yeah, sure, sure. So by the time yeah. August rolls around, there could be, you know, 10 to 12 additionals that you do not even know exist. Correct. Coach, between now and opening day, you're looking at the schedule, you guys open up against Corey Tickner and the Berthoud Spartans at home on the 26th. That's a Friday night, so it's going to be fun to get that thing going at the Academy, then Prospect Ridge Academy, Wellington, so you guys get to face off against another new school in the system before you get to the uh, to the conference schedule here. But uh, between now and opening day, what are your concerns? What are you working on the most? Just getting the kids ready. We're going to be teaching, teaching, teaching. Um, we're running our practices for the first 13 days from 6.30 in the morning till 8.30 in the morning. So kids will have to get used to that school schedule, getting up early. And uh, you know, the, the hardest thing out there is that we're middle school, high school. So sure, sure. there's going to be games on every field and certain times. I mean, it might be you know once or twice a week that we have to go in the morning because we have nowhere to practice. And I know one one of your players won't mention name, but he did come home to his dad and say, "I think our coach really likes conditioning." <laughs> we did, you know, we used to do that at Collins back when Eric was our head coach. We'd have oh, Eric Rice, yep. to, to getting up to about sixteen one tens, and the boys did it. You know, we had we had some pukers after six the first time, the first week that we ran it. But we had a good majority of the kids run all 16 and make their time. So, all right. you know, it's a progression. It's where we want to be. And now we're starting to taper off a little bit. But, yeah, I don't want I don't want any part of our team having their hands on their hips or on their 
on their shin pads when we're in the fourth quarter in a tight game and we need to either make a stop or make a play. Back in the day before uh, Matt Yum took over, Eric Rice, I mean, Eric was a, loved talking to Eric. And uh, I would go out to practice, and, and he's the one of the few coaches I'd see that's in the defensive backfield playing against his own team. I mean, he was, a, he was crazy out there. Are you lining up out there with a jersey on? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Eric was a lot younger when he was doing that, I yep. think. Well, he wasn't getting to his 40s, but no, I, I heard too much if I tried doing that. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, all right, before we let you go, um, talk. I always think the MVP is, is the wife sitting at home making everything happen while the coach goes out and he's gone forever. Um, your wife, your two daughters, talk about them a little bit. I love you already because you're a hockey guy. Um, uh-huh. Your girls are, are hockey girls. Um, are they Avs fans? I mean, did they get all excited when the Avs won the cup here talk about your family a little bit yeah my wife she's a nurse over at mcr she she holds down the household and uh keeps us where she needs to go because she's she's of course my older daughter is going to be a sophomore at the school too terrific Uh, my mia she plays for the rough riders the double a out of boulder um they finished third in the nationals last year she she had a really good season playing for that team and then my younger one of course is playing up here at noco for swanee as a second-year peewee, and then she'll move on after that. But she did make the 12 AAA team for Team Colorado. How did um, they, but, Jason, how did they fall in love with hockey? Uh, we're from North Dakota, bud. That's I mean, right. Yeah, Dakota you're Rivers, right. We're, watching North, we're one of the ones in the green jerseys at the DU games. You so, bet. You uh, bet. Yeah, but uh, we... How'd that work out game. against DU this year? Uh, we swept them. <laughs> Who won in the end? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, National thanks, champions. Thanks, Come on. Yeah. Avalanche, yeah, thanks, world thanks, champions. For the reminder. Denver. <laughs> Denver's it. Denver's hockey town, coach. Uh, here we go. It is, it is. But my older daughter's a big Avs fan. My younger daughter, of course, is Blackhawks. And that's. Is that Texas. right? My my yeah, yeah. my my eighteen year old son is a huge Hawks fan, and they just uh, they're selling the farm right now. So um, they are. They, we're gonna have to start from scratch with those guys, but uh, um, that's pretty cool stuff, man. It's a pleasure talking to you. Um, as we get closer to the season, to the start, we'll get in with you again and figure out what's going on with you guys. But uh, boy, exciting to see you at the helm for uh, uh, the Timnath Cubs. Is that what I heard? Timnath Cubs. That's correct. Is uh, all right. Nineteen sixty. So, and coach, yeah. I'm. I'm I'm going to miss our chats when I go down to the office this year. Yeah, I appreciate you, Bruce. You're awesome. So. Loved having you in there. <laughs> Very good. Jason, thanks for your time today. Thanks for jumping on. We'll catch up with you soon, okay? Appreciate you guys. Thanks, thanks. Coach. That was Jason Robinson, head football coach out of Timnath High School, first year for the school. What's that going to look like? As we said, freshmen and sophomores, he talked about it. This is going to be fun. They're going to come to play. They're going to show up. They've got nothing to lose early either. If you go O for the year, doesn't matter. As long as you get better every time and then better as a, as juniors come in and then that's the year you start looking is that first year for seniors. But uh, as I asked the coaches, it, they want to go one year at a time, but they're looking. They're, what, where can we get in four and five years? That's uh, for a brand new school, a brand new program, a very interesting stuff. Remember, Timnath had a football team a thousand years ago. 1960? I think that was the last run. But uh, uh, the Cubs are back in town. Jason Robinson, that was fun. Come back in a moment. Eric Tonkin, the uh, Pooter Impala's football coach, jumps on here on the Rewind on a Saturday here in northern Colorado from the Allo Communication Studios. It is 103.1 and 13.10 KFKA.
right, let's get going. Final segment of the program today on The Rewind. We're coming to you live from the Allo Communications Studios. Uh, got to talk to Steve Fry, Jason Robinson. Now, Pooter and Palace head coach, love what you're going to get this year in uh, Fort Collins football. They're going to be pass happy. Pooter won't be, and, and Matt Yem's trying to figure it out with a whole new cast of characters at Fort Collins. But uh, um, Gage Brook, Mark Brooks' uh, son over at Rocky, he's going to be slinging it around the ballpark. You know Tyler Kubad. And the group over at Fossil Ridge is going to be throwing the ball a ton. So this will be fun this year to get out and do some uh, Fort Collins area football games. And uh, we caught up with Eric Tonkin, the Pooter football coach here. And uh, this is what Eric had to say. Eric, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Fantastic, man. Thanks for jumping on. So I'm not talking about wins and losses. I'm talking about last year, your first year with the program. How did things go for you? Um, surprises along the way? Did things go swimmingly? Do you like where you're headed this second year? I, I think last year was a huge learning experience for me um, and the players that are part of that team. I think it was an opportunity to try to kind of build the culture that we wanted to establish and I think we're definitely going in the right direction. And, and looking at back at last year, I think there's a lot of learning opportunities for us that we've been able to talk about and learn from and uh, try to build upon and figure out how we can uh, get a couple of those extra wins going into next year. You guys are all about uh, – it's all about team there. I, I love the concept that you have. You know, it's not we – or it's not uh, me, it's we. Um, that's exactly right. The letter you put out to the kids um, explaining what this what this program means, what you're trying to shoot for, about character. You know, it's about building great uh, great leaders down the road, great uh, fathers, great, uh, great business people. Um, this is just – football is a learning tool to get to those, uh, those uh, spots. I think you, you say that really well to the kids. I think that's huge for the program, don't you? Yeah, I think it's it's uh, I think it's something important, something that I want the kids to to learn and appreciate. I think it's you know it's very easy to really get caught up in, in the wins and losses, and you know I'm I'm not going to lie and say I don't care about those. Sure, I'm probably as competitive about it as anybody, but also being able to teach these these guys that as they go forward, I mean, there's a lot of lessons that can be learned in football that you can go on and and take on through through life that's going to help you you know really be successful and benefit you going forward uh eric who do you take from as a coach who are the big uh, coaches in your life growing up either playing or or coaching elsewhere that have made impactful decisions and you kind of take a blueprint from the, from them a little bit um you know i had a coach that i played under in uh, my junior college that uh, he was a uh, you know, he was very uh, detail-oriented, and that's something that I've tried to bring here. Um, and also there were a couple of coaches that I had the opportunity to coach with while I was in college who uh, how they did things and how they carried themselves, um, things they talked about, the way they interacted with players, uh, were things that I really uh, appreciate and respected that they did. And those are a couple of things that I've tried to carry forward uh, with the players now, and I've tried to talk to my coaches about, about how I want to coach the players, how I want us to interact with the players. And those are kind of really, I would say, you know, there's about three coaches that I really look back on. And if I have a kind of a question, how would they do it? And even some of them I've reached out to about how would you do it in this situation? And they've really been helpful, especially when, like you said, you know, this is my last year is my first year. You know, going into my second year, I feel like I have a little bit better understanding and a better idea of, of kind of handle how to handle some situations and how to prepare myself and the team. The other three big high schools in the uh, in the city, too, of course, Fort Collins, Matt Yem, the head coach there, um, Jeff Fulton over at Fossil Ridge, and Mark Brook, longtime coach over at uh, Rocky Mountain High School. Getting to know those guys at all, or are you all keeping to yourself a little bit right now? 
No, I, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to know Mark a little bit uh, when I coached at Shadron State. Sure. I recruited the the Fort Collins area, so uh, he was the head coach. Obviously, still a Rocky, so I had the opportunity to interact with him a little bit. Um, so I've known him. We've been doing some seven on sevens this summer with Fort Great. Collins and Rocky. So I've had a um, a little more opportunity to meet with Matt Yem and and Mark still, obviously. So I've been able to get to know them a little bit more uh, kind of as the year's gone on. Obviously, you know, Fossil Ridge and Rocky were, were in our conference last year. So sure. we had a, I had a little more interaction with them through doing, you know, all conference things and the rules and stuff like that. So I had a little opportunity to meet with them. But over the summer, I've been able to meet Matt Yam and, and Mark Brook a little bit more. Fantastic stuff. Uh, you you kind of opened the door for 7-on-7s. Seven seven. What's gone on uh, to this point so far in the summer for you guys? Any camps? Any uh, You just said 7-on-7s seven with uh, with Rocky. Um, and, and between now and opening day, what, what happens? What, what does the practice situation look like for, uh, for the Pooter and Palace? So we go two hours in the morning, um, Monday through Thursday, and we've been having a really good turnout with those. And um, we've uh, a lot of lifting, running, and, and putting in our schemes and things like that and trying to get them mentally prepared. We started off the summer with our summer camp. We went to a team camp at Shadron State, which I think was really beneficial for us just to um, get and see other competitions. We were really, really young last year. And so I've given them the opportunity now to kind of grow a year and then play some competition and get some guys more reps, which they're going to need has been beneficial, so we were able to go there, do that, see the competition, and then that gave us the opportunity throughout the summer to kind of have an idea of what really our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, and we're able to be able to focus and work on those all the way throughout the summer. We'll go all the way basically up to August, and then we'll start August 8th with uh, when, when our fall camp uh, day one. Boy, fantastic. You said young team last year, of course. Um, a little easier for you this year, moving in second year. You know some of the kids. Uh, we'll talk about a few of them that might be coming back, too. But uh, it's, it's a, it is a different setup for you this year than it was last year, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, been a, it's, it's really kind of night and day. Um, the kids knowing me, me knowing the kids, uh, them having an understanding of kind of my expectations and also just – um, how we want to do things and even scheme wise and things like that. I mean, we played a lot of juniors and sophomores last year. So it's just a lot. There's a much better comfort level, a much better understanding of what's going on and uh, how we're going to do things. And so it's, it's been a really beneficial this summer. It's been a lot easier. There's things you don't have to worry about as much as you had to last year. And so, you know, I'm really excited to see those guys to continue to grow and develop throughout the rest of summer and through fall camp. Talking with Eric Tonkin, the head football coach out at Pooter High School. Um, Eric, I'm looking at some of the offensive numbers from last year, and you've got some guys coming back. Whether they're back this year or not, you can tell me. But uh, Luke Wenogel got some snaps at quarterback last year. Uh, your leading rusher, Aiden Duda, had a terrific year, 1100, over 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns. Um, what about offensive line coming back? How many starters offensively? Are you looking at where you're in a pretty good shape right now? So we'll lose. So we lost two offensive linemen, but for the most part, everybody else, uh, quarterbacks coming back. Um, uh, our leading receivers are coming back. Great, and and so we're we're in a, a pretty good spot there. Obviously, I you know I was an offensive line guy um, at heart, so I know that's where it starts and stops. And so we got to find some guys to fill in the holes there. But I feel really good about our skill position wise. Um, and the guys that are coming back there. Boy, will you guys throw the ball much, or is this going to be a really run-oriented team? 
you know, I, I'm a run first guy, sure, and and that's what I want to do, and I think that gives you the best opportunity to to be successful and and uh, keeps you in games and things like that. Um, but you know, with our skill guys, we're going to have the opportunity to um, you know throw the ball and hopefully create some big plays. I think that was kind of one of the the bigger things that held us back a little bit last year is just uh, our ability to be explosive. Uh, we didn't really quite have that. Uh, but I think this year that potentially could be a uh, a strength for us. Fantastic. On the defensive side, uh, leading tackler Grant Robinson, is he back? I, I think he was free safety for you last year. Is that right? Uh, no, they're not back. Our our leading tackler last year would be gone. Okay, okay. Most, most of the guys that are coming back, we lose kind of lose the, the, the linebacking core. All right. Um, but for the most part, other than besides that and one, uh, secondary player, we will uh, we'll bring some guys back because you know, we were young and that was just kind of the position we were put in last year. Um, but those guys, you know, you kind of take some lumps, but those guys are, have the ability now to learn and hopefully now they have a greater uh, expectation and understanding of, of uh, kind of what high school football takes. Yeah, putting it together defensively in this league could be interesting this year. I'm just looking at the two teams you know, across the city from you over at Fossil Ridge. Tyler Kubat set to have a big year his senior year at Fossil Ridge and then uh, don't look now but uh, uh, Gage Brook, Mark's uh, son he, the lefty over there at, at Rocky he could have a big year and uh, Matt over at Fort Collins his, his quarterbacks are, have graduated but um, always a, a talent their offense there so it's going to be kind of fun to dial up defense in this league this year yeah i think there's there's no shortage of, of good quarterbacks in the in the conference this year especially when you throw in even you know fair sure, sure. being able to throw the ball really well but yeah i know fossil they have a, a lot of skill players that are uh really really good and really talented and obviously tyler quarterback and i know rocky gage uh you know i've been able to see him throughout the summer in seven on seven sure. i mean I think every time I see him, he gets a little bit taller. Um, <laughs> That's right. And so, I, you know, I know that he's, I mean, he's uh, he can throw the ball wherever he needs to, and he's got a lot of talent. And so, you know, it, it is going to be interesting to kind of week to week to see how um, you prepare for those guys and how hopefully you can kind of put them in a situation where maybe they're uncomfortable and and maybe, you can, you know, you can make it to play, play defensively that, that helps put you in a chance to win the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we let you go, Eric, talk about your staff this year. Same staff as last year, or we make some changes in there? Uh, for the most part, it's a uh, pretty same staff. We ended up losing about two to three, uh, two to three coaches um, that had to, you know, one got a different job and had to move, and so that's kind of just the, the life of, of high school coaches. Sure, um, head coach trying to find them, but for the most part, uh, really the core guys kind of stayed intact. And uh, so, which is, I think, great for the players because they have the ability then to really uh, learn and bond with those coaches and, and understand their expectations and things like that. So um, I've hired a couple new coaches that I'm excited about to have on board and, and kind of see what they can bring to the table and how they can help us improve. And uh, looking forward to getting them out there and, and getting pads on and seeing what we can do. Yeah, we're sneaking up on it. Uh, beginning of the season coming up here in, uh, to, at uh, the last week in August. So should be a ton of fun. You guys open at Rock Canyon August 26th. So just want to thank you for coming on the show today, Eric, and uh, wish you good luck down the road. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
And that is head football coach Eric Tonkin, the Pooter Impala's uh, football coach, gets going in season two for him. Eric, just a, that's a terrific football guy. So uh, cannot wait for uh, for football season coming up. Thirteen days, thirteen teams. We're beginning that August third. So we'll go for uh, about two and a half weeks each and every day. A new show uh, out at a, a certain football, whatever. Uh, thirteen teams get into the mix. We'll have a, a show out each day at their practice field. Be coming up here. In the month of August, it is 13 days, 13 teams, and then we get to the broadcast schedule. I think Fossil Ridge and Loveland play opening Friday night. Could that be? Um, that's one that sounds like it would be on Preps Radio. Uh, have a great weekend, folks. There's no question about it. Uh, enjoy yourself on this Saturday. Thank you to Gould Parts, to Milton's, and to West Point Carpet One. It is the Preps Rewind from the Allen Communication Studios. Have a great weekend. Northern Colorado's Voice 1031 and 1310 KFKA.